This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 74. This episode is brought to you by my free online workshop, 10 Truths to Crush Homeschool Burnout. Whether you're a new homeschooling parent or a veteran parent, I want you to know that there are some mindset shifts that need to take place in order to avoid that burnout that unfortunately a lot of us experience. So whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, I think you'll be encouraged, inspired, and helped by some actionable strategies in this workshop, 10 Truths to crush homeschool burnout. You can find it at 41more.com forward slash burnout. Welcome to episode 74, how to teach your kids to read. I've wanted to do this episode for a while now, especially since there are lots of families considering homeschooling this year that have never considered it before. But for all the situation that we're in this year, you know, some families are like, hey, I think I'm going to try this. But at the same time, if you're one of these families and you have really young kids that were going to go into kindergarten or first grade and you're kind of freaking out and saying, I don't think I can teach my kids how to read. Don't I have to send them to school for a professional to teach them how to read? I want to debunk that myth in today's episode because ordinary, regular parents without a teaching degree can totally teach their kids to read. And so we're going to jump into this topic today. You can find resources related to this and everything we mention on today's show in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 74. Okay, let's first discuss why we even have this mindset where we think a professional needs to teach our kids how to read. It's so super hard. You have to go to school to learn how to do it. You have to have a teaching degree. Let's figure out where this thought has come from, okay? So if we first dig into where we've been, let's talk about literacy rates in the past couple hundred years of American history. So some people think back to colonial America and they think, wow, those people were not educated. They were so simple-minded. But if you do some digging, you'll find out that back in the days right before the revolution, Thomas Paine wrote Common Sense. And this pamphlet or book was so popular that if you extrapolate how many copies were sold within the first three months of it coming out, if you extrapolate that to today's um, population in 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 the United States, that would be a bestseller selling 15 million copies within three months. So an uneducated American populace would not be buying common sense. So the fact that it was so popular, people were buying it and reading it, tells you that Americans were educated. Well, what does that mean? Why? How do I know that? Well, common sense has a literary style and a a complicated logic that according to a survey by the National Assessment of Adult Literacy, only 13% of today's adults in America would understand it. That is crazy. Let me give you an example 
of why that is. You might not believe me, and that's okay, but I want to read for you a paragraph out of Thomas Paine's Common Sense. You ready? See if you think many adults in America would be able to follow this logic. Here we go. As a long and violent abuse of power is generally the means of calling the right of it in question, and in matters too which might never have been thought of had not the sufferers been aggravated into the inquiry, and as the King of England hath undertaken in his own right to support the Parliament in what he calls theirs, and as the good people of this country are grievously oppressed by the combination, they have an undoubted privilege to inquire into the pretensions of both and equally to reject the usurpations of either. Okay, average Americans, we're buying this book, Common Sense, reading it, and they could, they could read it. They could understand it. Seriously, was that a little hard to follow? So how did Americans learn to read in the colonial period? If they were not uneducated, rather, they, they could read. Pretty much 100% of them could read. How did they learn how to read? They learned at home, taught by parents, without professionals. Because even back in the day, if you were to send your child to a tutor, like what we would think of as a teacher, they would expect that your child would already know how to read before they came under their instruction. So this was happening at home by parents. All right, let's move ahead a couple more generations. In 1840, the literacy rate in the United States was between 93 and 100%. 1840 is at least a decade before the first compulsory schooling laws, which happened in Massachusetts. So still, no compulsory schooling, no public schools, and the literacy rate is super high. Now, during World War II, which, you know, there's already compulsory schooling by this time, the approach to teaching children how to read changed to non-phonetic methods, and this had a devastating effect on the literacy rate of this country. So what is phonics? Phonics is essentially teaching your kids what every letter says and then how to put those letters together to make uh, sounds and then, you know, put them together to make words. That's phonetics. Well, in World War II, they changed to non-phonetic methods, which is like the whole word method, just being able to recognize a whole word and not understanding the little parts that go together to make words. And so this really affected the literacy rate, plus other, there's lots of other issues, but this is just one point that affected the literacy rate. Listen to this terrible statistic, and, and I will link to it in the show notes. I'm not making this up. Only 48% of American adults can read and comprehend above a fifth grade level. What? Fifth grade level? That's less than half of American adults. That is completely shocking. But hey, wait a second. Isn't teaching largely done by professionals? Don't we send our kids to school to be taught by professionals because we're told that ordinary parents can't do as good a job as the professionals. And the average spending per pupil in the United States was just over $12,000 annually in 2019. Are you kidding me? I teach my five kids at home and I mean, I spend a couple hundred bucks a year on curriculum. This is crazy, guys. This is what I'm talking about. Don't fall for the trap that says only professionals can teach your kids. And that you can't teach your kids how to read, you need to send them to school because this is a really hard skill to teach. It absolutely is not. The professionals are clearly not doing a good job. Hey, I am not saying this as someone from outside the system. Full disclosure, I'm a homeschool mom, but I have an education degree. 
and I'm a former classroom teacher. Now, I did not teach on the elementary level. I taught middle school social studies, but still, I've been a public school teacher. So I'm not slamming public school teachers. They're in the system, and it's really the system is corrupt. Individual teachers can have a heart of gold, but the system is more corrupt by the year. And you don't need to be a professional to teach your kids. I'm I'm guessing if you're listening to this and you're a homeschool parent, you're probably born sometime between the 60s and the 90s. And those of us who grew up in those last decades of the 20th century, we have been told over and over, over and over that professionals are necessary to educate children. And we are told it so often that we begin to believe it. But is this true? I want you to question that. And that's what we're doing in this podcast. So let's jump into the next part of of our discussion, which is, okay, how hard is it then to teach kids to read? Let's jump into that. So the crazy little secret is that schools don't want you to know is that you can teach your child to read. It's going to take between 50 and 100 hours, depending on your child. That means in about as little as three months, by consistently working little by little, each day on phonics, your child will be able to read. This is not spending four hours a day, you know, drudgery, doing school at home. This is like 15 to 20 minutes a day or less. And it can be enjoyable and it's one-on-one. You're not teaching a classroom of 25. You're teaching your one child who's next to you. This is not difficult. Teaching kids how to read just is a simple flow. Think about it. What do we need to know phonetically to learn how to read? We need to know what our short vowels say. We need to know our consonants. Then we need to learn how to put those together to make little short vowel words. Then we learned about consonant blends and a silent E and how that makes the vowel say its name. There are so many just little rules that we work through. And after 50 hours, maybe your child will know how to read. Are they going to read at a fifth grade level? No, but of course they're going to practice and improve, but they will be reading. All it takes is sitting side by side with them, going through one concept a day for as little as 15 to 20 minutes. And I'm going to tell you after teaching my five children how to read, it's so gratifying to see the light bulb go off and they it clicks and all of a sudden they're off to the races. They can read. It's the best feeling ever. I would never want to outsource this to a so-called professional because it's just the most wonderful thing to see the light bulb go off. You'll know it's all worth it. So if it's so simple... I want to tell you about my favorite resources to check out because I know you don't want to just go in with with no resources, and that's fine. And I'm going to give you two options that I have personally used or have experience with and that I highly recommend. So if you want a bare bones option that's going to that's going to script it out for you and tell you every day what you need to tell your child and what you need to teach them. And it's not expensive. It's less. It's probably less than $25 on Amazon right now. My go-to resource is The Ordinary Parent's Guide to Teaching Reading. And I want you to check this out. I'll link to it in the show notes, by the way, at 41more.com forward slash 74. But here's the thing. All you need is this book and maybe some magnetic letters to help because that visual kinesthetic um, activity of putting letters together to make words. That's really going to help it help your kids understand the concept. But 
When you're teaching your kids how to read, you're focusing on this one skill. Sometimes big curriculums want to lop all the language arts together. You're learning to write the letter and handwriting and letter formation and filling out worksheets while you're learning how to read. And I don't think that's helpful. Learning how to read is one skill. You can cover these other things separately or later, but it doesn't need bells and whistles. I I love a simple open up the book and just use it. This is not written for a classroom. This is written for a parent. So that's why it's really easy to just pick up and use. The lessons are scripted out. So if you lack confidence and you're like, I want someone to tell me exactly what to say, they are scripted out. However, the lessons are simple enough that you could look over and over them before you start and see, see what you're supposed to teach your child and then just do it in a natural way and you don't have to follow the script. That's what I did a whole lot because especially if your child doesn't need as much repetition or as much um, hand-holding through every little thing, then you can totally you know, apply it to your sp- specific child. And if you want some phonetic readers so that they can actually read stories and use what they're learning, I, we love the Bob books. And maybe you've heard of these. You can get them on Amazon as well. And I'll link to those. Now, if you want something a little more fleshed out, if you're if you're thinking, well, this sounds a little too uh, bare bones, I want a curriculum, then I would suggest not buying a curriculum that's written for a classroom. I really highly recommend All About Learning Press. Now, we've learned we've used All About Spelling and I will link to our review of that as well. We have not used All About Reading, which is which is by this company, but they, it's based on the same approach to phonics as their spelling curriculum is. That's the Orton-Gillingham approach, and it's recommended for dyslexics. So it's excellent for children who maybe need a little bit more help. It's, it, I can break all this down for you in my review post, but it's fabulous for every kid. Your child does not have to have dyslexia to use this. It's an excellent approach for every child. And so all about reading is their uh, full curriculum but it is written for homeschool families, which is what makes it excellent for you because you don't want a a classroom teacher's curriculum. This is not what you are. You are not in a classroom teaching 25 children. You have the best approach. You're one-on-one with your child. You can totally speed up if they understand it. You can totally slow down and review if they don't. It is so, there's so much freedom in homeschooling. It's the best thing ever. So if you want a fully fledged out curriculum that comes with reading, reading materials and that kind of thing, then check out All About Reading and I will link to it in the show notes. Listen, if you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to know that you can do it. Even if you don't have teaching credentials, even if you're not a professional. There was a quote floating around on Facebook recently that I want to end with because it's, it's exactly right. And the author is unknown, unfortunately, but it says, don't question your ability to teach your child. Question putting your child into the same system that left you feeling incapable of teaching your child. Isn't that the truth? Homeschool mom, you can do this. Teaching reading does not take a professional degree. You can totally teach your child how to read. There are so many people out there that want to help you. There are curriculum companies. There are blog posts. There are resources. You can do this. And I want you to know that you can. It's every day going to be beautiful. No, it's not. But that's life. Hey, I am so glad you listened. Thanks for being a loyal listener. I would love it if you would leave a rating or review for this podcast. Check out everything that we mentioned in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 74. And in the meantime, 
Happy homeschooling. <laughs>